Hi, friends. I want to take a sec to talk to you about Greenlight, the folks sponsoring this ad. This is especially important for you parents out there, because as your kids get older, some things about parenting are going to get easier, like, you know, maybe not having to dress your kid every morning, but other things do not, like having that conversation about money. Because the fact is that kids won't ever really know how to manage their money until they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. So Greenlight is a debit card and a money app that's made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while the kids and the teens, they're going to build up confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. I have Greenlight debit cards for both of my kids, and I can't tell you what a difference I see in their relationship to money. So with the Greenlight app, the kids learn how to save, invest, and spend wisely, and they have games in the app to teach money skills in a fun and accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chores feature. I am a big fan where you can set up one-time or recurring chores that customize to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. And I got to tell you this, in my family, no chores, no money. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families can navigate this whole thing together. So sign up for Greenlight today and you're going to get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash radio headspace. That's greenlight.com slash radio headspace to try Greenlight for free. I mean, this is such a good deal. I got to say it one more time. Greenlight.com slash radio headspace. Get it, folks. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But... Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Headspace Hi, my name's Andy, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Thursday Morning. I don't know if you're learning any new skills at the moment. I know lots of people have been learning lots of new things over the last six months, especially when lockdown was sort of prevalent everywhere. Lots of people were writing on social media about new things they were learning. 
I was chatting to a friend, a good friend the other day, whose son is learning to play the piano. And they said, like, before COVID happened, he would go along and he would learn to play the piano. So he'd have a lesson once a week. And that was working well for him. He was learning. And they thought sort of after COVID, like, how were they going to catch up? Because he hadn't had any lessons for a long time. And they were thinking of sort of going to multiple lessons a week. And it reminded me of a time in the monastery. It's several different monasteries. If you're wondering where I'm going with this and how we've just jumped from a piano lesson to the monastery, this is about the nature of advice. How much is useful and how much is actually harmful? And is there somewhere between the two where we can benefit from the advice of somebody who has walked that path before, who's learned that skill before, and yet at the same time find sort of a balance, if you like, where we're actually curious and interested enough ourselves in the process that we are learning the skill alongside that advice. Because when I think back, I can think of one monastery where I would see the teacher every single day, 10 minutes, scheduled, every single afternoon. And there was benefit to that. It was kind of nice to touch base. At the same time, there was maybe not enough had happened in that period of time to really discuss a lot. And it also set up an expectation that there should be something that had happened within that period of time. I felt like I couldn't keep pace with the expectation of the skill. And then if I think of another monastery, it was the other extreme. We would sometimes go months and months. We might even go six months in retreat and not have any contact with our teacher at all. The idea being, well, I give you the instructions and then it's just up to you. Go and get on with the practice. And sure, questions are going to arise. That's okay. Let the questions arise. Don't get too caught up in them. Don't think too much about them. Just get on with the practice. If you really have a question that you just can't get past, write it down. We'll talk about it in six months' time. I found that really, really helpful. But what it taught me was that actually a lot of the questions that arise when we're learning a skill, we're actually capable of answering ourselves. Not in a overly confident or sort of arrogant way there's a tendency sometimes when we have access to a teacher to become dependent on that teacher so rather than thinking it through rather than being interested and curious we simply ask the question because we want the answer the thinking mind wants the answer but actually in creating the space where we're not able to do that we have to explore it a little bit more not just through the thinking mind but through the direct experience of the skill itself and so we learn in a different way and I think that kind of learning is really really important so whatever skill you might be learning or you might be thinking of learning just ensuring that there is that space around it that you have access to a teacher who you trust and who will help you kind of learn the basics and help that to evolve over time but also who will leave enough space for you to investigate and explore and learn in your own way because learning for each and every one of us is unique. And that's why I think skills are reflected in the world so differently through each and every one of us. It's why musicians and artists and chefs and everything else, they express themselves in different ways because they've learned in different ways and they've processed that learning in different ways. So rather than thinking that you are missing out on something, by not necessarily having access to a teacher all of the time in something. Instead, actually embracing that and finding how you can bring your own unique lens 
to that activity or skill. Thanks for listening today. I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow.